Today's episode of Board Games Daily is powered by Brotherwise Games. Check out Call to Adventure, which is available for pre-order right now by heading to brotherwisegames.com slash store. That's brotherwisegames.com slash store, where you can claim your copy of Call to Adventure. Craft your hero, claim your destiny. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey guys, welcome to another episode here at Board Games Daily. Thanks for tuning in for another day. Really appreciate that. Want to once again thank today's sponsor, Brotherwise Games, for coming on board and being with us this month. Check those guys out. They make some really, really cool games, including that new uh, Call to Adventure game, which is on its way to us. And we will tell you more about that when it shows up. So, anyway, let's get on with today's show. Got a couple things coming at you today, including a look at uh, the new expansion for Memoir 44. AJ's going to weigh in on our topic of the week, talking about surprising gameplay from thematic games that maybe didn't match what you thought it would be. So we'll hear what he has to say. And of course, today's Friday. So that means Kickstarter Weekly is coming at you. So stay tuned for all that more coming up here on Board Games Daily. Before we get into all of that, I do have to remind you of a couple things. Uh, One is the Tiny Epic Contest is over. We'll be announcing that winner very soon. I'm sorry if you didn't get in on it. You you missed out. What can I say? <laughs> but we've got uh, the good news is we've got another uh, another contest starting up very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be very easy to enter and we will be giving away a copy of Space Park from our good friends at Keymaster Games. I really love this game. It made my top 10 list of last year. So you want to get your hands on a copy. It's gorgeous. It's fun. It's everything you want in a game. So stay tuned for that. Those details are coming. I believe we're scheduled to launch that on Monday. So check that out very, very soon. You can come back here and find out all the details that you need to know on Monday's episode or head over to theologyofgames.com where there will be a blog post as well. And don't forget, hey, you want to be a part of the show? You want to get on these conversations? Call the Theology of Games hotline, 216-352-3864, and you'll be able to get in on the show. Leave us a message. It's super fun. It's super awesome. And it's a good, good time. Uh, Also, uh, that cage fight is still raging on between Settlers and Carcassonne. So go over to at Board Games Daily on Twitter, where you can cast your vote. And we'll bring you those results coming up on Monday's show as well. All right, that's all I've got for our little introduction piece of the day. Stay tuned for more coming at you right now on Board Games Daily. Hey everyone, Jeremiah here bringing you this week's Kickstarter Weekly. We've got some really cool things to look at, including our featured campaign from our good friends, and sponsors this month, uh, Perplexed Games, who is uh, 
their campaign is Roland Wright. We've, we talked about this. You heard about it a little bit in the last episode before we uh, rolled the show. Roland Wright is a roll and write and erase game by uh it here's the cool thing it's a, it's the concept of a game designer trying to create a game for a contest so you're rolling and you're filling in different colors the the dice have all different colors and as you roll the dice you fill in these patterns and you're trying to match cards in this sort of grid on your on your workspace here and but the cool thing is it's a dice roller which means it could be really swingy and luck driven because you know you're rolling dice but there's a cool way that you can erase certain colors that you've already filled in and each of the different colors gives you a different ability like you can switch one spot to a different spot or swap two or fill in an extra one it's very cool. Uh, there's a lot of cool sort of mechanism, and it looks very, very puzzly to me. I haven't played it, but um, it looks like it's a lot of fun, and it's a great little roll and write looking game. And it's a twenty nine dollar pledge, so twenty nine bucks you get the whole game. That's it's a very basic campaign. That's all there is is pretty much that you uh, you just get the game or you don't get the game. So there's that. That's our featured campaign this week. Also want to tell you about, there's another expansion for Feudum. It's called Feudum, Rudders and Ramparts. That's happening now. It will, uh, it, the campaign ends on the 25th of March in 2019. If you're listening to this presently, you still got some time to get in on this. And uh, I've got Feudum on the table. Well, sort of on the table. I'm working on getting it played. It's a sprawling giant game. And I can't imagine all these expansions but this looks really cool there's there's ships on it there's like these big boats and uh it just adds another uh wrinkle into the game uh rudders and ramparts uh let's see it introduces castles and deluxe vessels and you'll get to attack and defend bonus uh for each of those uh but you have to pay to keep them around so check that out this game i i like to just take it out and look at the components because it's gorgeous and uh, I highly recommend getting your hands on that. This expansion is uh, looks like it's $35, and they're expecting to, del- to deliver by December of 2019. Last one we're going to take a look at real quick is an, an expansion, another expansion for Railroad Rivals. I've played Railroad Rivals. It's a fun little uh, kind of pick-up-and-delivery game with great artwork and kind of clever mechanisms to kind of get you in and out of different cities as you build a railroad and you're kind of collecting stock and hoping to cash those in. Uh, This expansion is called the robber Baron. Uh, What it does is it will actually add a sixth player. So you can play up to six players with this game and a new good type that you can deliver. There's mail now that you can deliver. Uh, There's new stocks for new railroads And let's see, what else did we have highlighted here? Uh, There's a new section of the country. Oh, yeah, you can go up into New England. And there's uh, new stocks shenanigans. So you should check that out. $39 for the premium is uh, the, the pledge there. Or for the regular version, you can go for $29 and get that. That campaign's going to end soon. It's March 19th. And then they're expecting to deliver very quickly uh, in August of 2019. 
So there it is. That's our Kickstarter weekly for the week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we've got some more of the show coming at you right now. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Board Games Daily. This is AJ Skifstad, and I am just chiming in on the topic of the week that Firestone brought up on Wednesday. And we were talking about games that had surprising gameplay. Maybe you thought, like, you thought going in it was going to be different. Uh, you had some different expectations, and you were just kind of surprised by what actually took place in the game versus what you thought, your perceived thoughts about it. And for me, this game is called Innis by Madigo Games, and it was released, I think, in 2016 or 17. So it's fairly new still, uh, and it's I really like this game. When I looked at it on the surface, I thought I was going to be getting into a war game of ancient Celtic tribes, and um, it kind of is, but this was where I was surprised. When I actually started playing the game, uh, I realized that it was more about area control or territory control, but not based upon battle. You're more like these nomadic tribes who you're trying to play your cards right to appropriately disperse and move your different units from place to place. Now, sometimes you can cause what they call a conflict, which is not necessarily a battle because basically you're just trying to rise to be chieftain over all the tribes. Um, so you're not really wanting to battle them as much as you are, just wanting to be uh, m have multiple numbers in a territory. So thematically, I guess you could think of it as a battle, like war is actually happening. But you don't have to build up any sort of strength like you would in a war game or have more weapons. Or uh, so The only thing you would have to have sometimes to, to have an advantage would be more units. But um, the conflicts are played out in a really unique way that is not warlike at all. Um, in fact, you can peacefully resolve conflicts uh, before they even begin. So, I mean, it, you don't even have to do them if you don't want to. Uh, and you can still win the game without ever actually engaging in a conflict. So, I was super surprised by this. I totally thought I was getting into a war game, and I was not at all. This is a card drafting game based upon movement and just the way that you play those cards out. And it, it's really, really cool. I like Innis a lot, but I was totally surprised by the way that it played. So that is my game with a surprising gameplay. Um, that's it for now. Check you later. Hey, everyone. Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Coming to you with a little bit of board game news. This is from Days of Wonder who have been a little bit up and down over the past few years. One of their great ups that I've loved for years is Memoir 44. I've played this many times with my 11-year-old. He is a big World War II buff, just like his old man, and we love playing Memoir 44. I have tons of stuff for it. And I thought, well, maybe it's seen its day. They released a new one a few years ago that I actually missed. I'm really upset about it. It was the D-Day Landings one. Totally missed it. Can't find it anywhere. I hope they reprint that. But anyway, they are coming out with a new air pack, sort of. There was an air pack that came out a number of years ago. Very hard to find also. And they're coming out with a new one called New Flight Plan. And you're going to be able to have fighters, fighter bombers, and bombers, miniatures, 
that will be part of these scenarios. And it's all backwards compatible. It's going to work with any scenarios that you have from other operations. You'll be able to insert it in there from what I understand. And so uh, they come with these miniatures and it comes with 21 new scenarios. It's supposed to come out uh, middle of the year-ish. Big box expansion. I can't wait. And there's no way I'm letting this one pass because I had tons of fun with the air pack and adding bombers and stuff. Just, I can't wait. This is going to be so great. So really exciting news from my more 44 fans. New ex big box expansion, new flight plan. Check it out from Days of Wonder. You can pre-order it now. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey everybody, so here's a cool thing that happened this week. We don't always have time to get interviews in on the show, but every now and then when somebody writes us about something that's interesting, we say, hey, you know what? You want to get in on the show? Use that hotline that we talk about all the time. Leave us a message and you can tell us about what's going on in your life and with your games and the things that you're working on. So that's what Adam Lambert did, and we're going to play it right now. Here he is. Here's Adam. Hey Board Games Daily listeners, my name is Adam Rayberg, owner of Adam's Apple Games and designer of Sword Crafters. I'm spreading the word about our newest game called Thrive. It's a highly strategic two-player abstract game where you play as lotus flowers trying to control the pond. The components are super unique and the artwork is stunning. The game board is made of fabric and the game pieces have a matrix of 25 holes to resemble a lotus seed pod. The clever part about the gameplay is that each turn after you move your seed pod, you add two wooden pegs to the matrix of holes. The pegs determine where you can move on your future turns, so each turn you are planning your moves and powering up your pieces. You capture an opponent by moving into their space, and you win by capturing all but one of your opponents. Thrive takes just 30 seconds to learn and 25 minutes to play, but each game quickly evolves into a deep and strategic experience. It's been described as a game where you, you build your own chess piece as you play. That sounds like a cool game to you. Thrive is currently live on Kickstarter, and we're humbled to be funded in just 24 hours. There are three reasons to back it. Unique components and a money-back guarantee, satisfying gameplay that feels familiar but fresh, and a free expansion that won't be for sale for six months. We hope you jump into the pond, and we hope you thrive. Bye now. Okay, well, hey, there it is. That's all we've got for you today. I think this has been a fabulous episode. So what are you complaining about? That's all? <laughs> no, it's been a fun time. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, check out our good friends, Brotherwise Games. We really appreciate them coming on board. And uh, we will let you know as soon as we get our copies of Call to Adventure. We're really looking forward to that. So check out, um, keep an eye on our social pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, because we will definitely be posting lots and lots of pictures there as soon as those show up. So that's going to be cool. Uh, check out all the cool Kickstarters that we mentioned. Links will be in the show notes for those as well. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to say before I sign off because I'm super excited. I have been, I, I don't know why it's been so hard for me to come up, but I've come up with the perfect sign off for this show and i don't know why it took me 250 some episodes to do it anyway so here we go i'm going to get out of here for now thanks again we'll be back on monday with more of the show more of our cool exciting things that are happening 
and uh, you'll be able to check out the results of our uh, cage night game, cage night, game night cage fight. <laughs> and uh, and we'll kick off a new one. So that'll be cool. And we've got who knows what else is going to come up at us. It's going to be a fun time in board games daily land. So be sure to check it out as we come back on Monday. But the weekend's coming. So here we go. I'm Jeremiah Isley for my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone saying you should play board games daily. We'll see you later. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table. Thank you.